Okay, restart. Okay. One more time. <laughs> Take three. Take three. <laughs> so, <laughs> in other news... Take <laughs> right, <Hey>, yes. four. <laughs> I like Christy. Yay! Uh, okay, shut up, everybody. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Elders Speak, the official podcast of Elder-Geek.com. This is episode 22. How y'all doing? Awesome. Woo! Pretty, With me today, I have Randy Yasenchuk, our editor and chief. Hey, how's it going, everybody? We have Mats Hashka. <laughs> hey, guys. Our senior editor. <laughs> Say hello. I did. Hey, guys. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> okay, and for the first time ever, bringing a little diversity to the podcast, we have our staff writer, brand new to the crew, Christy Barber. Hey, everyone. Very excited. Yep. <laughs> hey, wait, I'm, I'm curious. Before we continue, is she the diversity because she's the only one of us that's not a pagan, or... <laughs> You said she was bringing diversity to the podcast. Um, I was talking about her her vagina, actually. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> so wait, you're pagans then? You and Kip? Yeah. What, what do you mean by pagan? Dude, I'm pagan. You you're like cream boys. <laughs> what are we talking about? You? I like was a Jesus. Joke. I was I was playing <laughs> obviously dumb to the fact that she was female. <laughs> Oh, and it failed miserably. Yep. yep. I, that was that was you know what I'm not saying any more jokes for the rest of the night. No, so so now that we have the podcast name, Randy's failure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's jump right into news. And the uh, big news of the week is that at PAX that took place last weekend. Can I say last weekend now? Last weekend. Yeah, we can say. Uh, sure. There were a hundred confirmed cases of swine flu. And Christy was there, but luckily she does not have swine flu. So, Christy, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I uh, was in Seattle Sunday night, you know, for the end of the uh, PAX convention and saw my fair share of nerds. And uh, I heard today from some friends uh, who are still out there, I go to digipen out in redmond that uh a bunch of people that were out there have swine flu and they're pretty much uh avoiding them like the plague so <laughs> like the pig yep. avoiding them like the pig <laughs> anyway can you actually tell everybody out there who may not know what digipen is what digipen is oh sure uh digipen is a college that's uh in redmond washington it's uh on the same block as Nintendo of America and Microsoft's headquarters, uh, and it's a college that's for video game 
um, all kinds of different video game degrees. They've got real-time interactive simulation, which is programming. Uh, they've got an art degree. They've got a computer science engineering degree. We got oh. all the great stuff. I think they just added a new program for developers. So they're they're growing. It's a pretty small school still. It's a top floor of it of uh, Nintendo's shipping company. So, hmm. yep. Cool, cool. So, so what, they, uh, what were you doing at Pat? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I was. Um, I drove to Washington. Uh, my boyfriend goes to DigiPen, so we drove his car back over the weekend, and we went uh, to go to the arcade that's right across the street from the PAX convention. So, yeah, we were in town for just that night. It was just that uh, Sunday night that I was there. I flew out the next day, so just going to downtown to chill and have some dinner. Hmm. Sounds cool. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, so wait, did you did your boyfriend get uh, get swine flu by any chance? Um, no, and he keeps telling me that he's not going to get it because he already has a cold from his sister. So he's convinced that his army is on alert and he won't get it. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so as you're skyping him and he looks like hell on the other side, he's like, "No, honey, I swear I'm fine." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as he's all the way across the country and I can't get it, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I hope he doesn't get it, though. I really do. Yeah. I hope so, too, because then I have to deal with the whining, so. <laughs> the swine whining. The, the swine whining. Oh, very punny. So, Kip, you mentioned earlier that you didn't think all of them, all of the confirmed cases were actually confirmed cases. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that... Uh, Many of them are probably placebo effect, that if everyone around you, you feel like is starting to like get sick, a lot of people have the uh, tendency to get sick as well. And they can actually, just the mind itself can actually manifest symptoms of the flu if you, if you convince yourself enough. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty likely, actually. Um, and and another mean, thing is, like, if you have two, th like, at Washington State University, that's the right one, right? Yeah. Uh, there was, what, you said 2,000 confirmed cases? Well, I'm going to say that those 2,000 people probably went to, I don't know how many hospitals, but I bet it was very few. And I'm going to say that those diagnoses probably happened cr pretty quickly and weren't based on totally, weren't all based on blood result tests. So, something else to consider. Yeah, you got to think that the hospitals are all overwhelmed at this point by by cases of swine flu. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. Whiny Americans. I mean, how do you yep. How do you treat swine flu? <laughs> you don't. You don't. You well, like they you have a vaccine now, but yeah. other than that, mm. you write it out, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, you pretty much do it. From what I understand, you just do it like a, the regular flu. Yeah. Yeah, you so, just lie in bed all day and you know. And fine. So, yeah, watch zombie movies. And swine. <laughs> watch zombie movies. That's what yeah. I do, because then I'm like, my fellow flu symptom people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. and so, I mean... That's that's maybe, a good way. Compare the end of the world to swine flu. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so, maybe it's a little bit easier for these college kids to sit at home and not go to class 
have the excuse of having swine flu. And also maybe it's a little bit easier for those doctors just to say, go home, eat some chicken noodle soup, you'll be fine, rather than bombarding them with te- bombarding 2,000 people with tests. Yep. So. Yeah, I think that uh, PAX is pretty, you know, fortunate. I mean, they had... I think the numbers are 75,000 gamers or something like that, and they only have 100 confirmed cases that PAX is, the PAX organizers are saying, you know, outbreak. I mean, it could be pretty bad. I mean, if you've got 75,000 people there. See, this is a good way to break myths, though, because now we have finally, you know, destroyed the myths that nerds have poor hygiene. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they did, it'd be all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deconstructing stereotypes. <laughs> Nothing we do here on Elder Speak. Yep. No, um, no, we <clears throat> totally reinforce stereotypes. And we also, yeah. now, thanks to this, uh, you know, swine flu breaking across among nerds, we now know that video games actually kill people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's absolutely true now. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So moving on, uh, just going to fire through some of these articles. Maybe you guys can just throw in a word or two. Uh, new 2D, new 2D Sonic game coming in HD, apparently, which they promise will be good this time. Um, yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. This is what we call the Sonic Cycle. Yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> and the Sonic Cycle goes a little something like this: New Sonic game announced. Big promises. It's you know what it's kind of like. It's kind of like an abusive husband. And 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 we're all and we're all the we're all the abused wife. And you know what? Every every couple of days he comes back with flowers, with new promises of HD graphics, and tradi- just like he used to be when he was younger. And you he apologizes. And then he apologizes. He says, "You know, I know everything I've done up to this point, baby, has been so bad. But I got I'm coming back. None, none of my friends are coming with me. It's just gonna be me and you. I'm coming back, right? Mm. And you know what happens? For a little bit, it's okay. And then, you know, after a little while, you start seeing little signs. All of a sudden, Sonic's turning into a werewolf. You know? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's, all of a sudden it's based on waggle, waggle controls. And I'm betting you that this 2D thing will turn into at least 2.5D. Or oh. something. They're, they're... And, pretty soon, and pretty soon, you know what happens? Sonic slaps you. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just once. You know, loses it, grabs you right away, apologizes, says, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. And then you're like, you know, I've heard bad things about this, but I think I'm going to buy it anyway, because it's Sonic. <laughs> you go buy it. This, this is it quite possibly the darkest our show has ever gotten. <laughs> and <laughs> why are we laughing? And pretty soon, we're evil. Pretty soon you're telling your friends, oh, no, no, I mean, Sonic's not that bad. I mean, it's, it's, the game's pretty good. I mean, there's some problems with it, but it's okay. I mean, I just fell down the steps, you know? <laughs> I just fell down the stairs, but Sonic yeah. is still good. Yeah. This knife in my back, totally accidental. Yeah. Oh. And so that's how Sonic, that's how the Sonic cycle works, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good, Kip. You should have had an article on that. That would have been yeah. way better. Li- or written. Sorry. That's all right. I, I can see a lawsuit from Sega coming coming our way in that case. How <laughs> Sonic is domestic violence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> I think that's enough on that. Uh, free free DLC coming to Batman Arkham Asylum next week, and uh, okay. free and, and multi-platform. And we don't okay. know what it is. We know it's yeah. coming, but we have no idea what it is and why. We I can tell you what it is. 
You do? No, it's, here's my estimated guess, and then, right. and then we'll move on. It's going to be more costumes, that after you beat the game, you're going to be able to go through and play as different costumes as Batman. You know why I'm guessing this? It's because when you finish the game, or when you actually get to a certain point, you can wear the bat armor, you know, during the... Yeah, well, you can play as, you know, using the bat armor instead of just a standard bat suit, and it's such a cock tease, because you're not, um, you know, you don't get to use it in anything except for the challenge rooms, so that's what they're going to do. They're going to make it so that you can play with different costumes during the, the whole playthrough. Okay, now I have uh, to ask, bat armor, is that the one they use in the movie, or what? Um, You'll see it when you unlock it, and you'll go, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all right, okay. sorry, moving on. UK PS3 sales up 999%, and the Japanese sales are up 7,350%. Yeah, in one week. Is that kind of like saying they're up a bajillion, manillion, gazillion percent? (laughs) Well, only it's, it's, you know, true, apparently. So, I don't know. I mean, 999, it seems like such a cliched number, but it's it's true. It's like Y2K. It doesn't go any higher than that. Yeah, like it's nine nine nine. That's as far as you can. Except they actually had to tell people they couldn't buy anymore after that. Except in the land of the rising sun, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, not much to say about that. Uh, pretty expected, I would say. After, you know, announcing it a week before it happens. Well, of course, the week before, not very many people are going to buy it if they know in a week it's going to be dropped a hundred bucks. Yeah. So. Okay, vivid. Vivid, pushing for adult entertainment on the PlayStation Network. Randy, what do you think? Yay, yay. <laughs> I, I, and I said this, uh, you know, honestly, ever since I heard that for the first time five minutes ago, that's been the, I, I haven't been excited about anything as much as I am. For, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yay. That's uh, all. Apparently they were inspired by uh, the Japanese PSN, where where some sort of Japanese adult entertainment company has been publishing stuff on the video store. So, hey, the I, Japanese are innovators, apparently. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like honestly. I was joking about how excited I was, but to be honest with you, I don't. I don't see a reason why there shouldn't be a, that kind of activity allowed on home consoles. That kind of you can do that kind of stuff on your PC. So why not your home console? I think it forces. I think it forces parents to uh, to become aware of the whole child lock or parent, you know, uh, age lock thing on the consoles. Meh. Okay. Mm. Moving on. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and take the moral high ground and say that I'm against this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Thanks, <God laughs> oh. boy. As far as I'm going to go with that. I came up on that. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're, now we're split right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Xenomax picks up Prey trademark. Yay. Um, I liked Prey, the first one. Um, it was a very, you know, it, it did the Portal thing before Portal did. So, um, yeah, it, it was a very good game. Uh, it, it had a lot of flaws, but I think, you know, Cinemax being the parent company of Bethesda, if they start, you know, uh, if Bethesda starts doing first-person shooters as opposed to f- first-person RPGs, then I think you know there's some promise in that. Uh, they definitely have the development skill, so I'd like to see where this goes. In other news, Kurt Cobain is in Guitar Hero 5, and uh, Courtney Love's not very happy about it, and I'm wondering how Christy feels about it. Um, in all honesty, I kind of think that it's really more just for publicity and attention. I mean... Courtney Love tends to like attention, so I think she's just, you know, getting upset because 
she signed off on something that she didn't remember signing off on. And, you know, I mean, it's working pretty well. I mean, there's a lot of press about it, and the game is getting, you know, more publicity, and there's no such thing as bad publicity. So, you know, I think, you know, some of the stuff they're saying is is okay. You know, like Nirvana said that they want him to just be in Nirvana games, not an unlockable character, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, we we had talked about it earlier, and I think, uh, Randy, did you say that you can make a likeness of him anyways? Yeah, in, um, in Rock Band, it's like, it's so easy to do. There's, uh, I think you just have to cut your hair and buy a pair of big sunglasses and throw them into, um, uh, like... Yeah, and it's e- it's really easy. So yeah, I don't I don't know what her problem is. And to be honest with you, up until this point, Courtney Love's been really cool about um, you know uh, rock band and, and guitar hero and stuff. She, she's she's stressed that in the well, not exactly a a, a press announcement, but she had a Twitter. Uh, this all started from her Twitter account, and she said she wanted to make it re- very clear that she is not Yoko Ono. So yeah. Um, the thing, just to play devil's advocate, as I usually do on the website, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'd like to say that uh, one of her points that I actually kind of believe her in is that she said Kurt would have absolutely hated the idea of being in Rock Band. Yes, sir. And I agree with that wholeheartedly because, I mean, I'm not, I don't know him personally, obviously, but from what I understand about Kurt Cobain is one of the main reasons he killed himself was because of him, he basically became a teen idol. Yeah, and that's that exactly what he set out not to be. Yeah, not to be, exactly. And so um, something tells me, like, a giant corporation like um, Harmonix or Guitar Hero or whoever, Activision or whoever, making a bunch of money off a cartoon version of him is something I can't imagine. He, I, I can't even think of that many things that I can think of that he could hate more than that. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, I can understand where she's coming from from that perspective. Do I agree with Christy though that it's more for publicity than out of loyalty to Kurt Cobain? Most likely. Yeah, I can see the Nirvana guys, uh, the two remaining guys, uh, point more more you know rational, where they do just want him to play Nirvana songs, and uh, and, and you know that actually makes sense. Uh, in terms of just, you know, since he's already going to be in the game anyway, uh, there's no way they can turn that around. They did sign a con- contract, so just, you yeah, know. Yeah, but, and in that way, it's kind of more like a tribute, you know. If he's mm. just playing on his own songs, it's more of a tribute to him versus making mm-hmm. him unlockable. And having him so. sing Britney Spears and Fall Out Boy, <laughs> you know, whatever yeah. else you can have him play. Well, it's, a, it's, kind of it's the whole idol point. What's that? I'm saying it's the whole idol point. You can be Kurt Cobain now, uh, you know. Whereas if you just played in Nirvana, you could just, you know, uh, play Nirvana songs. Uh-huh. But now it's, it's you are Kurt Cobain. That's basically what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. I think at least. Is it insensitive to his memory? Um, I, I don't believe so. No, I think I think we've kind of passed that point. Uh, I don't want to say we're past that point. It, it has been a long time since Kurt has passed. And so I think we could probably, you know, knock down a few of the sensitivity walls. Um, and to be honest with you, um, come on, he was a rock star. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. this is what rock stars are all doing now. This is part of what they do. It's it, the rock band and the, and the, and the guitar hero experience is what people are using now to sell their albums. And I, oh. I know that he probably set out to not be a teen idol or anything, but when they, when they, he actually reached the point where, uh, smells like teen spirit came around. It wasn't like when MTV asked him to, you know, to play live shows and stuff for them on, on set. It wasn't like he said, no, <laughs> you know, if, yeah. if you want to, if you want to have a perfect band that that did an exact model of saying like, "Holy crap, we don't want to become these gigantic teen idols and sell out immediately," look to um, look to Radiohead. You know, their first song was uh, "Creep," or the first song that really got them noticed was "Creep," and after that, they disappeared and they didn't come back. Well, they didn't really disappear, but they they kept pushing their music that they wanted to make, and uh, kind of re-earned their popularity after that. So I don't know. Oh. I understand the argument. But- I just don't buy it. I don't know. Also, though, to say that he was he was actually secretly okay with doing that. Well, he did kill himself. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, that is still yet to be proven, though. Everybody is still looking <laughs> a little shady. Yet. Okay, and mo- with that, with that, we're gonna move on. And Hitler's still alive. I hey, I was not a teen in the '90s or anything. But <laughs> speaking of Hitler, um, that's Apple. <laughs> What? <laughs> yep. Moving on. Yep. Apple Rock and Roll Conference was this week. A uh, couple of cool things announced there. One was iTunes 9, which had a bunch of natural progressions to the iTunes library. I mean, just or the iTunes program, basically, that uh, the genius technology was going to be applied to other things. I mean, nothing too mind-blowing. What was mind-blowing, though was that the iPod Nanos now can take videos and pictures, and they're really good-looking, and the iPod isn't any fatter, which is it, unbelievable. It, it's strange. Why not have that on the iPod Touch as well? I don't know. must be cost. Yeah, maybe. I just but, I, I figured everyone by now is buying iPod Touches instead of Nanos. Do you think maybe does the, the, the iPhone has pictures? Maybe they don't want to... Maybe, people, yeah. You know what I mean? Because everybody already has a cell phone, so maybe they want to make... They still want some incentives to buy the iPhone over the iPod Touch. Mm. Maybe. Okay, uh, so Near is now an Xbox 360 exclusive. And Near is the game, the RPG action thing by Squaresoft, right? Or Square Enix? Yeah. I think yeah. you're nearly right about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, PSP well, firmware 6.0 now out. And unlike the PS3, when you hit the whole numbers, it doesn't necessarily mean a big update. <laughs> so 6.0 didn't have anything very substantial in it. Although the PSP still does not have sparkles on the background, and I think we are all very disappointed by that. Sad by the non-sparkle. Yep. <laughs> Uh, 3D tech coming to the PS3 and Bravia. Any thoughts about that, Randy? Uh, not really, no. So this is stereoscopic 3 then, the then, the one where you have to have the high tech glasses. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, it's that's available for uh, PC. God, in, yeah, I was gonna say Nvidia's been pushing it for a while, and I don't know anybody that wants to buy that. So I do. Yeah, I'm. You do? <laughs> God, you're a geek. Well, see, I'm going to buy a new computer screen, right? And, Nerd. And I, and I found a deal where I could get a new screen and the glasses 
for I think what would be around 300 bucks. Could so, you please take a picture of yourself playing with those glasses on so we can all collectively make fun of you? Sure. <laughs> when a, I get it. Like, okay. I got an idea, guys. <laughs> 3D <laughs> horn. <laughs> on your on your on the PlayStation Network. <laughs> I <laughs> how, do we, how do we feel? I'm not uh, going to tell you what's going to actually be 3D about it, but <laughs> I think we can use our imaginations. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't appeal to me that me that much. Believe it okay. or not. Next, uh, <laughs> new, team, new new Team Ninja game, Enslaved announced. Sounds cool. like fun. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> So. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> Madden on the iPhone. Um, it's all. I just as a note, it's also on Blackberries as well. So yeah, it's everywhere. Football is apparently popular. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just, how the hell do you play popular. Madden on an iPhone? I don't understand. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't you know. shake it. Like you just yeah. shake it to throw the football. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. You you take the finger and direct the players where they want to go, and they shoot automatically or something. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, there's going to be a new Resident Evil movie. Uh, I think it's called either Resident Evil Rebirth or Resident Evil Alive. Yeah. I can't remember. What Rebirth. It's uh, the next Rebirth. one, the fifth one in the series, I think, uh, mm-hmm. or or fourth. I don't know. Uh, it's coming out soon, I think. And then after that, they're gonna make and they're gonna reboot that you know movie franchise. And as the you know the way they explain the plot of the movie, it sounds identical to the first one. To the first game? No, to the first movie. So they said that yeah. it, you would be stuck in an underground facility, fighting an AI and a bunch of zombies. Isn't that exactly what you did in the first one? Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand that. And I didn't hear anything about Raccoon City or yeah, anybody yeah. named Chris Redfield, and therefore I probably won't enjoy it that much. No. So. <laughs> I don't know. I like the movies. I think they're entertaining action movies. I, I agree, but they're not Resident Evil. No. They should be something else. Like, they have yep. nothing to do with Resident Evil. Yep. L- little little tiny pits, you know, but... Well, I, I'd probably like them less if they had something to do with Resident Evil, just because I don't yeah. like the Resident Evil story that much. But, yeah. I mean, it works. Yeah, um, okay, Nigerian government controversy over the PS3 commercial. Uh, in the old commercial for the PS3, the the rumor confirmation commercial, the very first one launched, uh, they had the guy say, Bernie, you can't believe everything you hear, because if, if I did... I would be a Nigerian millionaire by now. Yeah. The Nigerian government, uh, maybe it was Nicaragua. I can't remember. I think it was Nigerian. Anyway, Nigerian or Nicaraguan government, very upset about this. They Sony pulled the commercial, replaced it with the exact same commercial, except it says that's how World War One got started, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but <laughs> it's a little funnier. funnier. So, how do we feel about that? A lot of countries go. A lot of countries and churches like to go after Sony. And yeah, I, I wonder how. Like, you know, countries sure do organize themselves pretty, you know, quickly to go against Sony. Like, hey, let's all get together and kill Sony. Um, yeah. But at the same time, maybe they shouldn't have been, you know, emailing us all those offers in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the good thing about it is you only need to send in a thousand dollars just to, you know, make sure the money gets to you. 
I know. You, you know, I keep entering in my social security number and like three of my credit cards, and I still haven't seen a dollar of that yet. <laughs> I know. It's coming, though, dude. They, they right. said it's coming. You say so. so. I, I'll, I'll keep hanging on to hope. Yeah. So when um, when the geek goes down tomorrow, we'll know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I struck it big and I decided to close the site. Yeah, Chrissy, what do you think about that? About the Nigerian government? <laughs> no, should Sony have stood their ground and just kept playing the commercial, or was it good that they? Is it good that they were sensitive to the people's feelings, or what do you think? Well, I think that it was the best move for them to make just because, you know, nowadays if you stand your ground on the wrong thing, you're going to go down pretty fast. People are going to yeah. start boycotting you. There will be bad press everywhere. So, you know, I guess they had to pick their battles. That wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. Like yeah. someone said, it's kind of funny the change that they made considering, you know, the internet is now considered responsible for World War One, I, I guess. So. <laughs> interesting. Interesting enough, uh, actually, PS3 sales in Nigeria went up one bajillion percent that week. <laughs> <laughs> but only yeah, after they revoked the comment. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so next um, week we'll you, see a next week we'll see a press release by Nigeria saying that they fully support support Sony. And wish yeah. to, you know, uh, invest in their company or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Germany is also supporting them. <laughs> it allows them to scapegoat. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> good thing good thing Dan wasn't here for that one. <laughs> so, new LucasArts game uh, to be unveiled Friday. On okay. Spike TV by Game okay. Trailers TV. Will it have something to do with Star Wars? We don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping it's... Um, it, it's supposed to be a Steam game, right? Mm. A downloadable game. I'm hoping yeah. it's some sort of an adventure game. And I'm you... hoping that it's going to be um, a first-person shooter with Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> I think it should be like part Lego and part not Lego. You just wow. like mesh the two. You know, you have like little Lego midgets, and then like the Lego regular notes. people. Yes. Mm. Just like they can mesh their games that way. <laughs> I'm actually going for cooking Chewbacca. That's a, like <laughs> cooking Mama, only Chewbacca. So, so. cooking human flesh then? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Cannibalism has right. never been more in. That is the end of the news for this week. Yep. So I think we're going to now move on to what we've been doing geeky for the week. And I'm going to go with Randy. You're up first. Geeky for the weeky. Um, oh, I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, geeky this week. I, you know, honestly, I've been playing a lot with our site. Um, but beyond that, I downloaded the sequel to Halo 2. Or not Halo. <laughs> Silly me. Fear 2. And, um... I'm going to do a video review for it for the site, but i got to tell you, so far, if people are hearing this before the video review goes up, I'm really not liking it so far. It sucks so far. So it's not particularly fear, then? No, no. Actually, the, the funny thing is, the little Samara girl, uh, whatever the hell her name is in the game, I can't even remember right now, but she's a little girl again. In, in Fear 1, she was a little girl. In Fear 2, she was a grown-up naked woman trying to bone you. And now in Fear 2 and a half, she's a little girl again. You know, they need to make up their damn mind as to so what they want to be. How, how's the timeline on this, then? It's 
it is at the same time as Fear 2 um, and towards the end of, I'm assuming, Fear 1. Paxton Fettel, the, the bad guy from Fear 1, has decided to tap you, uh, a random uh, reborn soldier, and he is causing you to, you know, tear some shit up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're, the, so you're the bad guy then. You are the bad guy. And you know what? Despite the fact that, like, they give the rationale for why the good guy in in uh, Fear 1 and the good guy in Fear 2 have these superpowers where they can slow down time, they don't give a damn reason for that, why you can slow down superpowers in two and a half. Because um, he's oh. just supposed to be a reborn soldier. But that's it. I won't I won't get into it any further. You know, hang on for the review. Yeah, okay. Okay. Christy, what you been up to this week? Um. Well, I... Had my first, uh, well, no, my second week of school, so I took my DS with me for my downtime. I've been playing through uh, Professor Layton and the Diabolical Box. Oh, that's a sequel, isn't it? It's a sequel. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, um, and I uh, broke up out my N64. I'm going to play through the Paper Mario series again. It's been way Ooh, too yeah. long, so... Yeah. Yeah. Play some Turok so. for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, that reminds me. No, no, no. no I'm not no. trying to go off topic. But there's a man in this room right now no. that's never played Star Fox 64. What? It's random. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> close, your, close your Skype window. Get the hell out of here. And so... I just need everybody out there listening to somehow express to him how terrible that is. Because you know I how they're going to express it? They're going to express it by not coming to the site anymore because we have lost all our validity because somebody yeah. couldn't even play Star Fox. Star Fox 64, yeah. is, it's, it was issued to you on your 11th birthday. Like, it was just, it was issued to you. <laughs> <laughs> I got in the suit, came to my door, and I told him to leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Mott has promised me by next week he'll have played that game somehow. Next week? Are yep. you kidding me? <laughs> He's going to have a full review of Star Fox 64 for us next week. I think week. it's an <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. How am I ever going to make this? Uh, you know what? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Mm-hmm. Two weeks from now, I'll have a review up on that. I promise. Awesome. I, I'm, awesome. You can cut off my hand if I don't. And if you Looking don't say it. it's worth... You know what? It doesn't have to be worth buying because everybody already owns it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kip. <laughs> now that we're uh, on this subject... Um, Are we going to talk about your mom now? Oh, why? What? I played your mom, dude. I played your <laughs> yeah, mom. We, it's not yeah. a- <laughs> we can't have a podcast without talking about your mom, Ma. I'm trying to think of some some sort of awesome PS1 game that he didn't play. Um, did you play Tomb Raider 1? Of course. Uh, Siphon Filter. Of course. Metal Gear. What was that one? Metal Gear. Yeah, I just don't like Metal Gear. See, yeah, there we go. Kip, die, and all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, no, I just don't, I mean, I'm just not into stealth gameplay. That's like, I have a reason. I mean, Star Fox 64 is pure good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alright. Um, okay, we'll think, we'll think of something else, and then we'll come up with the, the Kip and Moths challenge later on. Yep, but, that sounds good. So... Okay, moving on. Uh, how about Moss? What have you been doing, Geeky, this week? <laughs> I have been playing uh, my savior, uh, Batman. I've been controlling him all around Arkham Island, and um, apparently he's um, he's pretty strong. 
Uh, he's. Uh, I, I'm gonna just go ahead and say that everyone that's saying he's not superhuman is wrong because that guy is strong, mm-hmm. and and uh, and uh, on top of all that, he's of course awesome, and the game is as well. Um, I have a few complaints about it. Um, I think the the platforming needs some work. Uh, I know Randy, you said you really loved it, but I don't know. I, I guess I've gotten used to the you know free climbing of Assassin's Creed and the Infamous and that stuff. So, well, the good part is you don't do that much platforming in that game. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's really stiff. You can't uh, when you're when you're hanging from a ledge, you can't use the grapple to you, you know just shoot up to another ledge or. You know, you can't aim with anything. I really, I mean, I miss that a lot. I, I've been hanging over ledges trying to take down guys, and, you know, I'd have to go up to the ledge so they could see me and then take them out. So, But, yeah, it's an awesome game. Um, you know really you know it. how, um, you know what I really like about his strength is that in the, in the description of him on that game, you know, everybody has their profiles, mm-hmm. I like how they put it. They didn't make him a superhuman. They just said that his, like, how physically str- like he's a physically perfect human being, mm. like how he's just worked himself to be like physically perfect. Or I can't remember exactly how they word it, but yeah, I thought that was like a really cool way of putting it. That he's just like intellectually polished and like physically perfect. You mm. know, so yeah, he's a man's man. He's a sexy man. Other than that, I just tried the demo for Katamari Forever on PSN. Ooh. I've never played a Katamari game before, so I'm going to be careful here, but I didn't like the controls very much. So I, I don't know if the, it's that way in all of the Katamari games, but you have to use both analog sticks to move. So you can't really turn the camera, except you can quick turn it, and that's just, that's all. And you can't stray for anything, you just roll the ball forward or, or backwards, and that's it. And you, of course, but you can turn it. Is it a pick-up-and-play kind of game? Uh, in terms of the uh, usability? Well, I think most people that play that game, it, it's a pretty casual game overall. Yeah, you know? it, it definitely takes some... I mean, maybe I'm just too used to other more traditional yeah. types of controls. So that might be it. But, uh, I mean, it's not apparent that you have to use both analog sticks at the same time to do something you could easily do with just one. And then you could use the camera for the other one. I just don't get it, so... That's not a game I'm going to buy. I did intend on buying it at first because I think the concept is awesome, but the controls yeah. just turned me off on that game. That makes that kind of makes me laugh of all the things that you don't get in that game. The controls <laughs> is it. <laughs> not yeah. the king or the crazy montages or the the giant ball you're rolling around that picks up things, but the controls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to clarify. Well, I did guess uh, Nobi Nobi Boy. So. Ooh. I call that the penis game in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I do. Sorry. All right. I can respect <laughs> yeah. that. Thank you. Anybody else feel like that, or am I alone? <laughs> I'm not going to comment. No one else has thought about, thought about <laughs> a penis. I'm going to say this. I'm going to leave you hanging on that one. Hanging. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Good choice. Okay. You know, Christy's never gonna come back after this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we've never been gross on the podcast before, and then today, today. Now that there's a girl on the show. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting all weird. <laughs> so, anyway, okay. As far as what I've been doing, geeky, 
I think I've got you all beat this week. Because I'm pretty, I was terrible this week with Gigi. You know what I did this week, you guys? Go ahead. <sighs> I'm going to sigh. I sat there and watched episodes of Dragon Ball GT. Wow, that's awesome, dude. Like, Ooh, all yeah. week? Not all week, but I watched a good, I probably watched ten episodes in a row. Man, that's so nice. is it indeed over 9,000? Of course. Well, at that point, they're far, far beyond 9,000. Oh, okay. I mean, they're 10,000. But, um, yeah, for the, I don't know if you guys are into Dragon Ball or ever were. I used to be into it a lot when I was, like, in, like, eighth grade. And then every once in a while, I'll, like, you know, go back and watch, like, one episode or something. Just be like, oh, I remember this, you know. And then, yeah, this over the week, i just been bored and at night. So I just started watching episodes. And I watched the entire uh, Bebe saga, which is the saga where a... The Saiyans used to have a planet, and they used to share it with a group of people called, like, the, I think they're called, like, the Tuffles. And one Tuffle survived, and he took over Vegeta's body and enslaves the Earth. And it's basically their fight to get the Earth back, And in a, in a summary. So I watched that whole thing, and it's when Goku first goes Super Saiyan 4, and Vegeta goes Super Saiyan 4, and they're giant gold gorillas, and it's uh, insanely dorky. <laughs> we 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 never had that in Norway. So the first time I watched it, I was actually on vacation in Portugal, and wow. and you know they had it running on the hotel room TV. Mm-hmm. And when I'm you know I was how old were I? Eleven, twelve, or something? Um, you know, somewhere around that level. And um, and instead of you know going out enjoying the weather and the pool and the beaches and everything i was sitting inside watching that thing uh since then i haven't watched it once except for the 9000 video on youtube yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what about randy and christy dvz dorks or no uh i i was back when i was in college it you know but that was it uh i i watched dragon ball i think it was just I think it was Dragon Ball Z. I don't think I watched any Dragon Ball GTs or or anything else. Just Dragon Ball Z, the the one with Frieza. Oh yeah, let's see. Yeah. And so. I have not watched any Dragon Ball. I'm sad to say. No, well, you're you're That's... a better human being for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was gonna say you probably have a lot more productive things to show with your life than we do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you um you're also a girl and therefore um you have oh, a life. Dear. You have somewhat oh. of a life compared to the boys. <laughs> I hang yeah. out with the guys, so I mean I don't know. True. And you well, do play you games. always have something to do. You always have something to do then. <laughs> nerdy guys don't generally that I mean you're you're in the unique circumstance where nerdy guys have all gotten together and formed a school. <laughs> Individual nerdy guys? They don't have a lot of other people to communicate with at their schools. No. <laughs> so. Or too many. In, well, I am in the physics department. I only have, like, the 30 or so people that are in it to communicate <laughs> with. I'm pretty much, like, cut off from the rest of civilization. Because you're like, yeah. what do you do? I'm like, I'm a physics major. And they're like, oh. Right. I get that same way when I meet accountants at parties. You know, when you go around, you're like, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm an accountant. I'm like, hmm. Awesome dip, huh? Yeah. <laughs> now you want to hear a, you want to hear about the small world that we live in. Um, <clears throat> Dan Lindelman is also in that exact same physics department, yes. and my girlfriend Rachel 
her, her roommate, Tracy, is also in that same physics department. Tracy Steinbeck? That's right. I have two classes with her. Yeah. Well, let's ditch my girlfriend about Tracy has, a, for a while. Has, a, has an apartment with her. <laughs> <laughs> her ears are burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. So, Moving along, then. Should we get a little shout-out to Tracy? Tracy, what, what? Woo! <laughs> 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 Moving on. on. She listens to this. <laughs> oh, well, well, I'll tell her to listen. She'll listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what we're going to do is we're actually going to put it. She's going to go into the meta tag. So when she Googles herself one day, she's going to be like, what the fuck? And you know, <laughs> she's going to show up on Google. Yeah. And she's going to listen. Actually, I'm yeah. going to have that as the first name on the uh, on the uh, on the meta tags. Yeah. And on the details. Uh, It'll be like, okay. here's, what, here's what it's going to say. It's going to say Dragon Balls. 3D porn, Tracy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Let's so. not ruin a career, You're guys. People away from my little group. Now uh, she's never going to talk to me again. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. Um, in addition, uh, we do have a question of the week this week. And our question of the week is, are video games cathartic? And what we mean by that is catharsism, catharsism, I think that's how you would say it that way then, is being a way of alleviating aggression or alleviating stress. And so our question for the week is, are video games cathartic, and is are they a good catharsis? Ready, Go. Yes. Who do you want to say? <laughs> okay, they well, are a good catharsis for me at least. Uh, see, I have this big, you know, double-edged axe hanging on the wall, okay. or I'd like, at least I'd like to think I did. Um, and I'm afraid I'd and probably no, no, use no. it if it weren't for games. <laughs> really. No, not really. Uh, but yeah, it, it does relieve some stress, and it it you know it's it's nice to beat up some guys when you're angry. Oh, in real life, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but do Joke you think failed. that that do you think that that perhaps reinforces something bad for you? In that you, whenever you get angry or stressed out, you go and kill things. Therefore, next time you feel angry and stressed out. You're more likely to kill things. Um, I don't really see it like that. For for me, I mean, I'm I can very easily distinguish between real life and you know games. Um, to me, it's just entertainment. Uh, that you know, how do I explain this? Um, it it as much as you get you know satisfaction from from beating a level or from from beating a you know a song in rock band or something. I get satisfaction from, you know, beating a level by beating up guys. It's not necessarily the the actual act of violence. I, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be a violent game. It's just a way to get your mind off things and and make you feel, you know, different. Mm-hmm. For me. Um the thing the thing is about the the like I mean, this is just I don't want this to turn into the video game violence debate. But um how it works is like if I play Grand Theft Auto, like, let's say I go out and, like, I, uh, I don't know, I 
some guy makes me mad or I've got to come up with a good example. So let's say I'm, I'm, it's my job to deny people at the DNV. Okay. Like I either give them their license or deny them. Okay. You're Patty and Selma. Movie exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, if I were to sit there, if I were to sit there and at home and just, you know, eat cookies and then go do it, I'd be more likely to give people approval. But if I were more likely, if I were to play Grand Theft Auto for three hours and then go do it, not not consciously but unconsciously, I would be more likely to act aggressively and deny people. So it's not it's not always outright I'm gonna kill you, you know what I mean? But it's it's oftentimes like subconscious subtleties in our behavior that we don't really notice. And so mm. I guess that's what I wanted to look at. That if we, I mean, just the fact that we've played violent video games all these years, which I think all of us have, do you think that's affected our personality? And if we use this for a stress reliever, I mean, how does that affect us? Uh, Christy, why don't, why don't you answer, and then um, and then I'll go. Okay. Um, I would have to uh, agree with Matt here. Um, I kind of, you know, like video games are, are a stress relief for me. Um, I don't play the violent video games so much um, during the school year. I mean, usually during the school year I have such a, a heavy workload that it's usually the casual games or like handheld games that I'm going for. But um, I can see I can see the point that Kip's trying to make. I mean, it's the the age old argument of, you know, are we affecting subconsciously, you know, through entertainment means, whether it's video games or movies or whatever, is that changing how we're thinking and sort of desensitizing us? And I would say, um, in my experience, no, but. Um, I'd say that there's not any way to, to definitively prove or disprove it. I think it's a case-by-case basis kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Randy? Okay, well, uh, I, the reason why I kind of wanted to, to go last is, you know, I, this time I guess I'll play devil's advocate since I never get to do that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I normally don't. I normally take the uh, the gamer side when I whenever we have these type of debates. Um you know what I think I think Kip is actually onto something then. Um I do think that a lot of people um probably don't realize when it affects them. Um and I'm not saying it it affects them to a terrible degree. Um it, it's it's a lot like what Kip had said. Maybe it just makes them a little bit crankier or something during the day. And um I I don't know. It it might uh, it might come across as something that feels better for them at the time, but in the end it might actually be damaging them you know if, if they're doing it because they feel like they are if gamers are doing it because they feel like they are um i don't know almost almost seeing it as like a, a problem solving thing so if they're stressed out instead of picking up a rubik's cube to solve that type of pro- puzzle they actually go to a video game and you know um work out their aggressions or problem solving skills that way um it might be it might be subjecting them to something that they don't quite realize um so yeah, there you have it. Uh, I think I'm going to back up that point so, somewhat, at least, uh, by saying I, I'm certainly desensitized towards violence. Uh, I've watched, you know, scary, horrible movies since I was six. And, you know, as opposed to many other people, I don't cringe when I see the saw effects or anything. It's just nothing to me. 
that being said, uh, it is an emotion that we have to acknowledge. I mean, anger is something everyone has, and and you know, being scared of embracing anger once in a while is something we should obviously be. But at the same time, it's not unnatural. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I think the other thing is. Um the the four of us actually within this discussion are all um very mature gamers for the for the most part. I don't think many of us I don't think anybody in this in this podcast are um the type of person to throw controllers or, you know, outright call someone um an inappropriate name while while gaming online or anything with them. You know, I think we're all very self-aware in that sense. But mm. I think a lot of people out there at the and I don't want to call them the more casual gamers because this, this would actually boil down to some hardcore gamers. I don't think they quite realize what they're actually doing when they're in the act of gaming. Um, and um, I think sometimes they do need to kind of step away and take a look at themselves before they do it. And so in th- in those cases, and I would say that's probably 50% of gamers, I, I think it probably does affect them in some way that they don't realize. I mean, it probably affects the rest of us in ways that we, we don't realize, but I think we're more self-aware to kind of counteract that that negative um effect Mm. well and how about this have you ever now mops will use you and your mom as an example (laughs) (laughs) have you ever been really frustrated with a part of a video game and then your mom like yells to you to hey mops come and eat or hey mops bring out the garbage and you kind of like overreact to her therefore you're kind of transferring your anger toward the of the video game over to your mom I know uh, I've done that lots of times. Like, oh, you know, you get so pissed off that she's, like, bugging you or whatever. I don't know. Probably. I, I mean, I might just not remember. But uh, as far back as I do remember, I've always been sort of out of the norm where I I have always kind of realized that I'm very dependent and, and so should do what they say. Uh, in this case, parents. Um, so, you know... That's. I'm not saying that's normal or anything, but to me, that doesn't seem like a natural thing to do for me. I would, Kip. I would. I would definitely say that that's you know something that's founded. I mean, I know that um, I even when I'm playing, you know, especially if it's a game that somebody said here you play. Like if if Nate, my boyfriend, hands me a game, he's like, "You're playing this game," and I don't want to play it. I'm, you know, if I'm stressed out in the game, if I can't get past a certain level, you know, sometimes I tend to, you know, overreact at something or just get fed up Mm -hmm. and, you know, like throw the controller away, you know, not like throwing it, but, you know, I'll be like, I'm done with this and walk away from it. Yeah. Um, You know, and that's that's something um, I think that a lot of people can relate to i mean if any of you have played any online games you know there's always the person with the microphone who's overreacting about something you know oh yeah oh yeah and then i guess my point to bringing that up was just that games do have an effect on our emotions you know i mean and sometimes we're aware of them but sometimes we're not and sometimes i'm sure you've yelled at your boyfriend and then not till later realized yeah i wasn't really mad at you i was mad at yoshi or you know, or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, a very simple way to prove that is everything has an effect on your emotions. Everything you do, and you actually, it's an action you do playing games. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And so my question then goes back to the, the the original question, which is when we're angry and we go and play video games, what effect does that have on our anger, 
or our stress? Ah. Does it relieve us or does it actually just reinforce that anger by making us we're, – we're doing something violent when we're angry to relieve that. So next time we're angry, then we're going to maybe look for something violent to do to relieve that again. See, I'm going to – I'm actually going to – I'm, I'm going to take – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. No, you, you started – I was going to say, I, I'm going to actually take the flip side of the argument that I took before. Um, I, um, well, I, uh, you know, before I was kind of saying that, yes, it affects us more, but I think that uh, gaming, for the most part, yes, it's probably not the best idea to probably go and, and virtually hurt something while you're frustrated. But I think probably the larger uh, counteracting force in those situations is the person is actually removing themselves from the stressful situation that they're in. So if they're in an argument or something with somebody that they're in or or things don't happen to be, uh, I don't know, they're, they're incredibly stressed out from work, um, instead of actually staying in that situation, instead of staying in, you know, in an incredibly stressed uh, situation and letting that external stressor act on them, they're removing themselves from that situation. You know, are they putting themselves in a 100% better situation? No, probably not, but I think it's still better for them. I think this also brings in how you play games. Um, I know I, for one, can't stand being frustrated at a game. Uh, so what I mostly do is I turn the game off, maybe play something else like Flower that's not stressful at all, and, and you know, um, just let it sit for a while and go back to when I'm not so upset about the frustration or the, you know, where, when it doesn't affect me as much. Well, so I don't know if... if that brings up an outstanding point, because if you ask me if playing Flower when I was really stressed out was cathartic, I would say absolutely yes. Mm. That's like meditating, almost, in mm. my opinion. Like, it's just completely relaxing, and that's the point of the game. Versus if I'm really stressed out and I go and play Killzone, you know, for two and a half hours, which one of those is going to have my body my body closer to homeostasis, you know, by the end of it. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 uh, I think it's certainly subjective. Um, I think, you know, some people might get the same satisfaction or the same peaceful feeling from Killzone, believe it or not, uh, as you do from Flower. So I think it's definitely a hard question to answer, but I do, yeah, think that Flower is probably the better, better choice for that scenario. Mm-hmm. I also think it depends on the person as well. If if I'm particularly stressed out and I'm um, coming home from uh, work or something like that and it's it's just been a shitty week, I'm not going to probably sit down and play a game that I haven't gotten through yet or have like a crazy stressful time with it. I'm probably going to play a game that I've played a thousand times before where I can almost just turn my brain off, you know, where there, there is no challenge where you just kind of go through the motions and, and you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But can you turn your heart off? <laughs> I can. You know why? Because I'm a man. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Christy. I, I thought you were going to say something. Um, I was just going to say, you know, I, I definitely agree with Randy on, you know, it depends on what type of person you are. I mean, you know, for me, um, if I get frustrated with the game, you know, I put it down. I, you know, I'm done with it. I come back later. You know, I don't mm. let it be a stressor. But I know people who, um, doesn't matter how stressed or how long they've been stressed, they just keep playing the game. You know, I've mm. seen people try to beat the same boss for hours on end. You know, and so it really depends on 
on how you handle the stress within the game. You know, if you're not playing a game like Flower that's, you know, relaxing and and all of that, then it almost becomes like stress management in another situation. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I mean, would you say that punching a pill is 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 uh, has the same effect as playing a violent video game? Kip? Yes, I think I would say that from a psycholo- I mean, this is this mm. is based on psychological evidence that neither are good mm. because you're you're being you're reinforcing like when you're angry. You should. The best way to relieve your anger is to laugh it off. That's like the proven or whatever to be the best way to relieve anger in the most healthy way. The least effective way is to act in a violent way because you're getting you, you're feeling happier at the end of it. That's true. But how you got there was through violence, and therefore next time because you've developed that coping mechanism, next time you're in a situation where you're stressed out, you're going to turn to violence quicker to relieve the anger or stress. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, that's it for this week, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, I, come I on mean... back next week when Kip tells you what those dreams have all been about. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Kip, am I dot dot dot? Yeah, I, do, uh, I will be accepting your letters if you have um, <laughs> psychological problems. I do offer online console. I do offer online therapy through home. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a couch. (laughs) Editors note: all letters accepted by Kip become property of Elder Geek Limited Liability Corporation and are possibly posted on the internet for subjects. (laughs) (laughs) Laughter and ridicule. (laughs) All right, but um, um, so 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 laughter is is the best solution then. How do you how do or meditation? You... I mean, of course, some kind of relaxing. Some people yeah. pray. That's another what about, good one. Um, <clears throat> what about uh, what about pot? So, well, <laughs> pot? <laughs> what? Who said that? <laughs> um, pot. Um, no, I'm being serious now. I'm being 100 percent serious. What about drugs? Like, you know, I mean, what's, you, know what's, you know what's incredibly interesting about that is I was actually sitting in a I was actually sitting in a consultation today where we had a, uh, a therapist who had been he had been in therapy for 40 years. I mean, this is a guy who knows the human condition very well. And uh, we were talking about somebody who was um, on pot, and we asked him what his thoughts were on marijuana, and he actually said that he thinks it is the worst thing. That has ever happened to our society. Wow! And wow. this is this is a very educated man. I mean, by no means is he just like some right wing nut job. You know, mm. he um he his rationale was that it's become so socially accepted without the no without human like without society understanding the effects that it has on the body and the mind mm-hmm. that it's that it's like very incredibly dangerous. Because it has very significant effects cognitively, both in our in our motivation as well as our memory, as well as in our like quickness to answer things and understand things. And yeah, I mean, you it, know, kill, it, it, it kills brain cells. It kills brain cells. Yeah. Uh, and it's also <clears throat> it also um, what else did I say? Cognitive and uh, whatever else. It's just <laughs> it's very. It has a lot of negative effects that people don't understand. Yet it's very socially accepted. 
Mm. And, See, so, that's, and honestly, that is that is why I brought it up because it is a very socially accepted kind of you know uh, recreational activity, um, mm-hmm. and you know I think it was kind of important to bring it up. Yeah, but like like the like the thing with the um, like anything else, just like the punching the pillow brings on violence. Mm-hmm. Now instead, when I'm stressed or ang- stressed or angry or whatever, now I'm just going to go smoke pot. And is mm-hmm. that a healthy coping mechanism either? I I don't think so personally. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Kip's psychological knowledge. <laughs> Kip's so. chair. New segment yeah. on the sites. Yeah. Kip's chair. On the couch. Kip's throne. Couch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think that wraps this up for this week. Anything we got to pimp on, pimp on the site? Anybody? Um, yes, uh, before, before it's over and the, the contest is actually almost over. So if you're hearing this and you have not entered the contest for the GP2X Wiz, please do so. Um, it's, it's a free contest. It's a free raffle. You know, you can't get any better than that. Um, as always, we're still accepting, um, articles for review to actually have uh, posted on the site. So if you, if you feel like you, what you've written is good enough for publication on our site, please send it our way and we'll, uh, and we'll see what we can do with it. Um, I am going to add though, that we are starting to be, uh, we're going to start being more critical and, and, and judging them a lot more. So, so in the past we've, we may, I'm not saying previous uh, people have, have submitted bad articles, but if we see something off the bat, that's not, um, not good enough, then we're just going to send it back, and we're not necessarily going to give you an explanation why. And we're going to include your mother in the email and tell her about how big of a failure you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, but basically, uh, basic basic story of the story or basic story of the uh, world is only the strong survive, and we're getting more and more. So yeah, yeah. no, we we are we're just getting a lot of that. We are getting a lot of uh, reviews and stuff in, and uh, you know we we can't go through and, and fix up absolutely every single one. So the ones that we can fix up less and still make great for the site, then we're going to do it. And uh, that doesn't include just you know written reviews. It also includes video reviews as well. If you've got a video review that you'd like for us to you know check out and possibly post, please let us know. Um, not to mention features. Not to mention uh, features. Yes, please don't don't uh, forget to you know put up features. Um, Gosh, Christy, do you want to pimp your article a little bit? Sure. Not that I know how to pronounce the title. Ween Ween influenza. influenza. I even yeah. wrote it out in phonetics for you there. I, I did see that, and I, I like that. I like the uh, noun you added, the part of speech and everything. Mm-hmm. That was great. Um, it's basically, you know, we influenza, look who caught the bug, looking at... Uh, whether or not the industry's decision to go with motion control and uh, demo play is is uh, good, basically, you know, I I look at okay, what is uh, what is everyone doing? What would make it good? What would make it bad? Um, kind of look at how it pans out into the future. So, check mm-hmm. it out. Check, check, check it's, it is 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 someone in a well? Am I in a well? Oh, that, that sounded weird. It sounded like yeah. somebody turned on a TV or something behind it. But uh, no, everything's good. But uh, check out the Wii Influenza, and uh, also check out the top ten uh, melee weapons that uh, that our users actually voted for. So thank you all of you that actually voted for this, and and uh, you know stay tuned in the forums uh, for possibly the next you know uh, voter created uh, video uh, feature. Thingy. Yeah, thingy. Um, 
So thanks, everybody, to, to all the users, and thanks to all the newer users that are actually on the site as well. So I hope you're enjoying the show. And um, as always, everybody, scroll down to the very bottom of your screen and check out Heroic Dreams Graphic Design Limited Liability Corporation. He's got a little link down there. That's actually Nate, our guy on staff. Um, he was the guy who made our site look as brilliant as it does. Um, that's oh. it. I've got nothing else to do. And it's also important. Oh. Is that me? Yeah, I think so. What is going on? I'm getting feedback. It must be some, one of you guys. Well, hello, hello, hello. I think we're good. Right. Oh, there we go. Um, I wanted to mention that we actually have a Twitter account right now. Kip, why don't you Ooh. talk about that a bit? Okay, um, our Twitter account is www.twitter.com slash elder uh, geek <laughs> dot com. <laughs> The it's word dot is out. written out, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, spelled E-L-D-E-R-G-E-E-K-E-O-T-C-O-M. <laughs> so uh, check it out. We've been doing that, uh, just kind of live updates. A lot of it's silly and just things we're thinking about about video games throughout the day. Uh, so if you want to comment, uh, start following us, tweet us back. We'd appreciate that very much. Awesome. All right. All right, I think that wraps up episode 22, and hopefully we'll see you again next week for episode 23. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and talk to you later. Woo! Bye-bye.